Welcome to We Do Whatever It Takes. I'm Danny Ray. And I'm Kimberly. I'm a magician and a pastor. <laughs> and I'm an associate marriage and family therapist. Welcome back to another episode of We Do Whatever It Takes. I'm Danny Ray, and this is my incredible, amazing wife. <laughs> I'm Kimberly, and uh, I am happy to be here this morning. That is good news because <laughs> we went to film one of these, and to be honest with you guys, we just weren't in the right place. We had yeah. just like finished up, like just like a, an argument that was difficult to get through, and just felt like we weren't we were on the same page, but we just we were still like recovering and we're like, you know what? We, we want to be in a good place to give you these and not giving it out of our worst, but out of our best. And so, yeah, we put it on pause on Thursday. We were set to do that. And now it's Saturday morning and, but and we're here we are to do this and yeah, being a little vulnerable this morning, going to just kind of share some of the things, um, a little bit of what we've been going through and how we're trying to work through those things. And, um, how it's important probably just to acknowledge that for us, we're in a different time right now, a different, uh, a transition time. Um, transitions are hard. Transitions are hard. And I think a lot of the time you just don't even realize that you're in a transition, um, or realize that, whoa, things are going to be different right now than they were and even busier. last week or busier. That yeah. always affects things. Um, the transition thing always makes me think of when the kids were little, and we were driving on the freeway and we had the porta potties in the car and it's oh like pull gosh. off on the side of the freeway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't miss those days. That's for sure. Um, but the, no, when we would say, okay, guys, they would start asking like, can we do this? Are we doing that? Or yeah, yeah. right. And then it would, it would get all noisy and, and we'd realize, wait a minute, we have no capacity for this when you're getting off the freeway in a new place. And we had no idea where we were, where we were going. This is probably pre, um, this is like paper maps or something, map quests oh, or wow. uh, not paper, paper, paper maps, map? but yeah, not that, but I, like printing off directions. That's, I think that's what we were dealing with back then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, so that was, you had to focus and, and, it was really hard. So we would explain to the kids, wait a minute, transition time. And yes. if, if we said transition time, that meant like everybody has to zip it. <laughs> you have to be quiet because we are in this transition and we have to focus. Um, so I think same is true in our marriages. We have times where we're like, this is a transition and we're not handling it super well. We need to stop and gather our thoughts, gather what's, go you know, kind of um, contemplate what's really going on and, and then communicate that to each other. Um, but it does take kind of that pausing and focusing. Yeah, no. And those are, you know, when, uh, when you're busy, when you have transitions. So like for us right now, the transition is um, Kim's moving back into full-time work and we haven't had that since we had the littles. Um, once we had Brian, we were both working full time and then, um, we, we stopped that season and you were home with the kids and you would help me out with work. But the primary, um, primary job was being at home with the, the kids and developing them. And uh, I'd say I did that. a little, little more than help you out with it. Uh, well, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you, that was still a, a three fourths time job. 
with yeah on top of the kids uh yeah no not trying to <laughs> belittle anything you did. You, <laughs> you were amazing just uh, checking <laughs> so but it it still was at that point a transition from us from you know two full-time jobs to having you at home full-time mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. All of the work in those days happened like in the closet as kids are screaming. Like, um, oh, I'd have to answer. And, yeah, I'd have to answer phone yeah. calls in the closet because that was the only quiet space. And I'm writing down notes that, uh, yeah, somebody's saying, hey, we want to bring in Danny Ray and we want him to perform. Awesome. Great. I hope you don't hear my kids screaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the, those things change. But yeah, it, it that was a transition. And so now as we transition back, to you in the workplace and doing uh, therapy as an associate. <laughs> associate therapist. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, as, as we're doing that, it's it's definitely um, new for us. It's a new area where my, uh, you know, my job with at home has a lot of flexibility to it mm-hmm. when I'm on the road performing. But when I'm developing a message or developing a new piece, that that happens at home, and if you came in, it's like, oh yeah, let's go do lunch. Oh, let's do this. Yeah. But with your job in therapy, you can't just tell people, hey, put this on hold. My husband's <laughs> here now. You know, I don't know why not. Yeah, but. no, it doesn't work like that. I have a schedule, and yeah. It's- so, what are the things that with when you look at your transitions, whether that's literally transitioning off the freeway, mm. or whether it's transitioning in life to a new job, or out of a, a job that you've had for a long season, what are the strategies that you would say are helpful for people that are going through transitions? I think I, I'm going to say it again to reiterate that I think just acknowledging that at first and going, oh, we're struggling because this is new. Or if you have the advantage of realizing ahead of time that, hey, we're about to go through a transition, we're about to go through something new, then obviously um, – that's great that you can acknowledge that. And then you sit down and you can go, hey, what are we going to do that's different? Because our circumstances are now different. How can we change to make this still work? And really for us, keeping the marriage as a priority is is the goal. So if that's our goal, but the circumstances have changed, how right. do we change with it? How do we roll with that and, and make a create a new normal? Yeah, and one of the things we we talk about is that our circumstances don't determine our actions. Our mm. circumstances don't determine our um, attitude, attitude, our our joy. Is regardless of the circumstances, we could choose to go like, "Wow, okay, this is a difficult season," mm. but we could still choose to have joy in that season. We could choose to reflect on the the good things, um, have gratitude. You know, it, it's it's amazing when you look at how many good things you have in your life that it gives you perspective mm-hmm. on the difficult things of going like, yes, this is difficult, but the the daily things that I'm thankful for are this and this and this and this. And those things can help um, change the outcome. Yeah, for sure. So in, in the last couple of weeks, we uh, – have realized, hey, wait a minute, we're not communicating so well. So yeah. we're we're doing our best to make the marriage still a priority. Um, I think we're doing that well. We've, I don't know, transitioned some roles, uh, you know, made. Um, so for me, 
trying to prep meals is. Ooh, ooh, yeah, <laughs> love it. Uh, yeah, if you know me, to know me is to know that. Um, yeah, I don't love being in the kitchen at this point, but uh, you've been doing it. You're a rock star. You're doing lunches, dinners. I'm like, who is this one? I don't I know her. who she is either, but um, working on it and working on my attitude with it too. But so. that's part of, part of what. You do is you set goals and your expectations for yourself, for me. And, and that's one of the goals that you set that you're like, okay, as I transition into this new, new season, I want to um, be there to, uh, to help out in every way I can. Mm -hmm. When I'm not on the home front, it's like, I am there because I open the fridge. I'm like, Hey, there's lunch. (laughs) So in, in side note is little notes on lunches or, um, in a briefcase or, you know, you've done it in, in my drawer, uh, like drawers, like, uh, what, what, what type of drawers I'm thinking? Uh, yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. What yeah. Yeah. A um, chest of drawers, a dresser. A dresser. Um, there yeah, you go. Like you've put little sticky notes mm-hmm. all over the place just to say, you know, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm for you. So wait a minute. And what I'm hearing right now is you saying that not only do you want a lunch, you want a little note in your lunch. No, I'm saying it's a strategy <laughs> for other um, people. That's something oh, okay. you've done quite a bit over the years. All and right. Sometimes those little touches can really encourage uh, your your spouse. And so, All right. For the yeah. record, the lunch is a big enough touch right now. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm not arguing with that. All right. All right. Uh, Just checking. Yeah, the other thing that that we've had for years is we have a Bible study group that keeps us grounded mm-hmm. in our faith, keeps us uh, – it gives perspective. You know, when I'm on the road, you know, oftentimes I'm speaking to a lot of people and there's, for a moment, a lot of attention on me. And it's a reminder that, you know, this that's not reality. You mm-hmm. know, having mm-hmm. a small group around me to um, speak into my life that – uh, about what's true, uh, the, those things. So I would just say having your, your village, your small group, mm, the, mm. A, a few people that could help you in any season. You know, if you're in a transition season, help you in that transition season. If you're in a difficult season, walk with you through that, listen to you in that. Uh, For us, that's, you. yeah. For us, that's meant, uh, recently that our small group, our Bible study has, um, been there to pray for us, encourage us, and also tease you when they saw a dozen roses. And, oh, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you a hard time. Yeah. Uh-oh, Danny, what'd you do? What'd you do? So, yeah, that keeps us humble, too. It's it's good. I, I'm making up for, for not doing things right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and this is the thing is it doesn't matter how great your marriage is. There's an enemy that wants to come in and mm. destroy your marriage. And mm. we see this every day. Mm. You know, flip a coin, 50% of the marriages fall apart. I realize well, we don't need to hear what the actual statistic is. It's yeah. not good. Whatever it is, marriages are falling apart left and right. Mm. And it's easy to just go like, oh, we've had a great marriage. Therefore, tomorrow we'll have a great marriage. It doesn't work like mm. that. Every day you have to work work at it, make sure we stay at our best. And I yeah. know for, for you and I, babe, we, you know, we're constantly 
How can we go out on a date? How can we make it even better? You're taking me. We've been married 26 years. <laughs> She's never taken me on a like surprise location. It's not her love language. She doesn't like surprises. Well, you try and surprise a magician. Come I, on that now. Is true. That's, that is true. Yeah, cut me but some it, slack here. Just, no, no. I, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm saying how awesome this is. You know, I just that, realized, though, it's not the first. Our first year of marriage, I tried to take you away for your birthday, which happens to be Valentine's Day. Um, yeah. And it was a terrible, we had very little Where money. Do you take? remember it was the, the hotel in Colorado? The hotel in Colorado. And I had done all this research and it said to, we went to a, a marriage conference. Um, I didn't know that was a surprise. Like we knew. We the knew hotel we was, I think. To, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, it was definitely a it surprise. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so dirty. We looked at each other and eventually said, you know what? Our apartment's better than this. Let's go and back our to our apartment. apartment. was like underground, ground level. <laughs> Paying the least we possibly could. Like, oh, we were barely yeah. uh, surviving Okay, so that first 26 year years ago, I did attempt this. Hopefully, this will be better this time. Okay, so that's what I'm but, Yeah. But all I, my point was that you're, you're still working at how can I love my husband in new ways. Mm. You know, I love surprises. You're like, hey, we'll do a surprise getaway. And Trying. we haven't done that in a long uh, <laughs> Fair. time. And so, but it... On both sides, we're looking for creative ways to connect and to recharge and to um, create a, a great marriage. We're not just going off yesterday. And so whether you're in a uh, difficult season of marriage or whether your marriage is fantastic, keep looking for, for new mm. opportunities to pour into, to encourage. Maybe it's learning a new skill together. Maybe you take mm. a cooking class together. We've taken dance classes together. We've actually we taken- did. Yeah, we uh, down in Redlands on State Street. Uh, yeah. Oh, like uh, once or twice. Yeah. yeah, I was too embarrassed. Yeah, let's uh, try that again someday. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll put that down. Uh, we took a a day cooking class at Forest Home that one time. And, oh, yeah, okay. So you know, but the the idea of like of not letting your marriage grow old is look for mm, new mm. things to do together, finding a new skill to do together. We did a soup competition with some friends of ours recently on a getaway with, you know, a couple other friends. And it was like, oh, this is fun to cook together. That was it's fun, been a yeah. While since we've cooked together, usually one of us will cook or we'll throw in a pizza and call that dinner. <laughs> so, yeah. So those are great ideas for keeping the marriage um, alive and thriving and, and exciting and those yeah. things. But uh, but before we um, wrap up today, I do want to talk more a little bit more, go back to the whole, how do we stay on the same page? Because I think that's where our transition right now has led us to, we're on different pages. We're so busy. You've got your agenda and things that you need to do, and it's different than ever before because you're putting on putting together this brand new magic show um that's at a a place where people will come to see it come to you to see it which is very well, different than you traveling ground up not just we've done a lot of theater shows and you know different things over the years in building a new show but i'm building it every wall every, every yeah like the rooms that it's in yeah it's an yeah. immersive magic show so it's very different from anything i've designed and out of before. your wheelhouse in a lot of areas, right? The Not the magic. Yeah. yeah, the magic yeah. stuff obviously is in my wheelhouse and the yeah. storytelling. But the creating the story 
from the the immersive experience mm-hmm. is a very different angle for me, and that's mm-hmm. taking a lot of time. Plus, all the the normal show stuff, plus just family stuff is a lot. And yeah, um, and then you transitioning into a new job. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have all these, and I have a learning curve right now. Yeah, sure. And there's a learning curve to my my job too, and. Um, and probably more a time. stress level that's different on your end. Yeah. Um, that in them with my stress level being a little bit higher as well. Yeah. So both yeah. of us can definitely acknowledge, okay, stress level is higher, that we're busier than, than we've been in the past. And doesn't mean it's going to continue like this forever, but that's the season we're in. And I would say we've just, we've had more miscommunications, um, I think, Which I think we, happens when our stress levels are higher. Hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and that's not just us. That's that's pretty typical, right? Yeah. So going. Those okay, are wait a minute. We could evaluate if mm-hmm. you know if you're more stressed. Maybe you're not handling it yourself the way you'd want to. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're giving into old patterns. Maybe you're doing things that that wouldn't be at your peak level. And then if both of you are stressed, you know that could create a lot of tension and and unhealthy communication. Yeah. So for us, it definitely, there was tension and there's been, um, the miscommunication seemed to be maybe both of us, definitely me being more sensitive to how things are said or what's said. Is that you too right now? I think so both of us. Sensitive or agitated. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's made things more difficult. And for us, that, that, argument or that hurts that um that place as far as describing what that looks like i think you say something to me it feels like well we've talked about like the pebble and boulder before right so you say something and it's just supposed to be a pebble like hey i'm coming to you with this thing it's no big deal and i feel like oh my gosh you just wrecked me that was yeah so painful and so like you're coming to me like a parent instead of my husband and right that so that was one of our and examples. one of the things that that we i would say typically do well but um this week was a little bit more of a struggle and our encouragement for you if you guys are having arguments is to bring the intensity of the argument down and mm. the length of the argument so those two things the length and the intensity help to really get to a better outcome and to get to that faster, you know, so we're, we're still able to be honest with where we are, with what the struggle is, address it, forgive and move on, you know? Yeah. Uh, and by and, intensity and the length of time. So just to explain that a little bit. Yeah. So the intensity being, um, when we first got married, the intensity level in a fight was really, or a conflict or however you want to describe it. Um, the intensity was high and it was, um, I don't know that we always did this, but but definitely there there are times where we have and and lots of people can relate to yelling and um, for us name calling was never an option, so that's never been a part of our. Uh, so I'd encourage that too for everybody. <laughs> that's a hard one to even say. Um, yeah, not helpful to ever uh, tear somebody down with with name calling. So try and keep that out of your mouth for sure. But um, the 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 intensity is that the intensity of your anger and if you're you know really if you're sinning in your anger and and you're just letting loose on your spouse and saying all these hurtful things and and uh and really like you're making 
maybe your hands are kind of in fists and you can feel it in your whole body that you're just so angry. That's intense. And that's not, um, that's not where you want to be because then your whole limbic system can't even function at that point to have a real conversation. Your what? (laughs) Your limbic system. Which is? Um, Well, let's just say another way of saying that is the whole, um, I'm making a a fist right now with my thumb kind of tucked in. And um, if you put all four fingers up and your thumb's still tucked in, right? It's um, an example of you kind of uh, blowing your top right? So our our brain just goes, wait a minute, there's too much going on. And, and there are indicators we can start, if we pay attention, we can kind of start feeling those and going, okay, wait yeah. a minute, I'm getting frustrated. Here it comes. I'm getting more angry. I, oh, I've blown my top. Yeah. And... And what happens at, when you? Blow yeah, at your that top? point, it's, it's, you need to stop. You need to walk away. Um, now, I think you're just even, not going to be effective as a communicator at that point. You're right. Yeah. You literally can't see, think straight and you right. need to bring that down and then have a healthier conversation. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so there have to be strategies in place to go, okay, I, I need to walk away. This isn't, you know, um, but the walk away is not like there are some boundaries within that too. The walk away can't be um, for two days. <laughs> like <laughs> you walk away and think that that's just okay. Like it'll just get better on its own because it won't. Um, the walk away can't be you're taking a break. You're getting some fresh air. You're doing yeah. your thing. You're trying to get your head back on straight. That's all great. But if the other person comes in, like, are you ready? Are you ready? Can we talk? Are, yeah, are you yeah. ready? Are you ready? <laughs> like, that's not going to work either, right? So that there are have there need to be some boundaries in that walk away, um, that timeout that you're giving yourself. So we should probably do a part two on that. Sometime, yeah, yeah, or that's maybe probably just a good a idea. Whole, whole thing on that because that's that. Yeah, there's so much that we could unpack there and yeah. things that we've learned over the years and things that we put into practice every day. That way, when we're talking. Uh, about just our own, like mm, getting back mm. on the same page, getting mm-hmm. unstuck. One of the words that we have this year that somebody in our Bible study group brought oh. up, <laughs> but we've kind of made it our own, is gap, but it's like gagapapa, gapapa, because it has two Gs, an A, and two Ps, which is God's got a perfect plan. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that we keep coming back to when. She, you're, you know, um, working at this incredible counseling center and Mm -hmm. doing exactly what God's designed you to do. Mm -hmm. I'm doing, you know, the, the sharing of, of the faith and blending that with the message and Mm -hmm. the, the magic and um, doing what you're designed to do, what God's designed Mm -hmm. me to do. Mm -hmm. And so we're both know God's got a perfect plan and that even though currently there's a little bit more tension and stress between Mm -hmm. the two of us. And so we keep coming back to that. Okay. Wait a minute. This is part of his perfect plan. We need yeah. to lean into that and, and trust. trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> you owe me a Coke. Um, uh, yeah. Trust that. that, that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to trust that that plan. For I think sure. that's a good place to to leave people mm-hmm. for the day, uh, today is whatever situation you find yourself in, how can you lean into trusting in God's perfect plan mm. for whatever season you're in and knowing that this is a part of a bigger story that mm. you could trust that God has 
plans for you, plans to give you hope and a future, plans to love you through every season. And that means loving our, our spouse through this season as well mm-hmm. and staying on the same page. So that's what I have. Anything else you want to wrap it up with? No, nope, that was perfect. All right. Well, I don't know about perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is now. Well so done. So <laughs> this is uh, Danny Ray and, and Kimberly with We Do Whatever It Takes.